Ladies, gentlemen, and cool kids, hello. Let's talk about stress and pressure and feeling overwhelmed, especially when you're early on in your self-improvement journey. When I first got into self-improvement, when I first decided that I wanted to make women and my dating and sex life my priority, man, I would look at these people that I looked up to. And at the time, I mostly looked up to Chris from Good Looking Loser, Caleb Jones from calebjones.com and I guess a little bit of Mark Manson but mostly those first two guys and a a few influences from the red pill and places like that but I would look at these people especially Chris from Good Looking Loser and Caleb Jones and I felt so overwhelmed I felt like I could never do what they've done I can't be them you know Caleb Jones was much older than me he's like 14 years older than me he had his shit together he would wear a suit in every picture you know, he seemed like this older older father figure who knew what he was doing. And I had no idea what I was doing. You know, I was 28. I felt like it was too late for me. I had had two very unhappy relationships for a long time. You know, one of them had a bit of violence in it. And I had really low self-esteem, you know. I thought I was the person who deserved to get screamed at and hit and yelled at and all of that sort of stuff. I didn't think that I deserved to go out there and have women love me with no strings attached, you know, no conditions of like, yeah, you're loved, but you're also going to get hit and you're going to get screamed at. I didn't think that any woman would just be nice to me just because, and I didn't think that I could be nice to any woman either. You know, I wasn't perfect in either of my relationships at that point or up until that point. And I would look at Caleb Jones, sorry, Chris from Good Looking Loser. And I would see this muscular, taller than me, really attractive cool guy who hung out in Hollywood and went to parties and did drugs and had all these club promoters as friends and all of these hot girls that were in his life that he was friends with. And I was like, I can't do this shit. I'm not that person. For one, I'm not muscular. I'm not handsome. I don't live in Hollywood in Los Angeles. I'm just some loser with zero friends and no muscle. I can't do this shit. There was no way that I could do that stuff. And a lot of people, when they feel like this, you know, you might be looking at me and all the sex that I've had and the threesomes and building the business and finding peace and love and building something amazing with Imogen over the last six years. You might look at some of that and go, I can't do that stuff. Or you might look at somebody else that you follow and you might think, I can't build a business like that. Or someone who's lost weight and you think, I can't lose a hundred pounds. I'm not good enough to do that stuff. And in those moments where I was overwhelmed, especially at the beginning, But even recently, I've had many moments where I look at people that I look up to and I feel like I can't do that. I will use this little trick. I will say, could I be just 10% of that person? Could I do 10% of what they've done? And would that still be fucking amazing? And when I looked at Chris from Good Looking Loser, you know, 1% or 10% of what he's done means that I would go and have sex with like, I don't know, 50 women. And I looked at that and I was like, wow that'd be amazing. Are you kidding me? Or maybe I could have sex with one really attractive woman. Oh my God. Wow. That'd be pretty special. That'd be pretty cool. In the case of business, I would look at people like Alex Hermozzi, who is an entrepreneur who's making about $120 million. He's not keeping all that money. Obviously that's before tax, before expenditure and all of that, but that's how much his revenue is each year. And I look at that and I'm like, I can't fucking do that. But could I do 10% of that? 
Maybe. Maybe. But even that seemed overwhelming, you know, $12 million a year. No, that's way too scary. Okay, could I do 1% of what he's done? Could I earn $1 million in a year? Which roughly works out to be, or exactly works out to be, $80,000 every single month for an entire year. Or close enough to that. Could I do that? Maybe. Maybe if I work at it for the next 5 or 10 years, yeah, I could do that. Okay, then let's do that. And you can use this same trick with anyone that you're looking up to that you feel like you couldn't do what they've done. Could I do 10% of it? If I can't do that, could I do 1% of what they've done? And would that still be really cool? Would that be a pretty big accomplishment? Would that make me feel, you know, a deep sense of satisfaction and some happiness and some joy? And would that start to open up the floodgates? And maybe then I realize, oh shit, I am capable of doing big things. Okay, now I can do a little bit more. In other words, all of this is a way of getting you to sort of start thinking about baby steps and giving yourself permission to suck. You don't have to be your idols, guys. You don't have to be the people that you look up to, whether that's me or somebody else you follow or some of the people that I've interviewed on my YouTube channel. You don't have to do what these people have done. You can just do 10% of that. If that's scary, you can do 1% of it. And most of the time, that would still be something that's absolutely amazing. You know, imagine if, let's say you look at me and you like the sex life that I've built and you like my relationship with Imogen. You might say to yourself, there's no way that I could find a girl that would enjoy and have so much fun having threesomes with me and other girls together. And then on top of that, she would find these girls for us to date based on her dating profile. And she would go out and seek these girls. And literally all I would have to do was sit there and just wait for them to come in and we go on a date together and we have sex. You might think there's no way that you could do that. Okay, could you just find a girl that's nice to you and will stick around with you for six months? You can probably do that, especially if you spent the next five years working on that. Okay, then do that. Wouldn't that be kind of nice? A girl that you build something with for six months, that's pretty cool. And then from there, you might find that, hey, after six months, we've been building for six months. Maybe we'll keep building and then it's a year and then a year and a half, and then two years, and it slowly adds up. I, at the start of all of this, thought there was no way that any woman was going to stick around. Or if she did, there would be arguments and fighting and sometimes violence and unhappiness and cheating and all of that kind of stuff. I didn't think it was possible to just have a happy, healthy, kind, beautiful relationship. And so I just took it week by week, day by day, month by month. And so you can do the same thing. Or maybe you like the way that I have sex. You like the threesome side of things. You think that sounds really fun and appealing. And it's definitely pretty fucking fun. I'll be honest. And maybe you say to yourself, there is no way in hell that I could build all of that stuff. That I could have a girl that would be interested in going out and finding other girls for us to sleep with together. Like, that's not possible. And there's no way I could have, like, all of the threesomes that Andy's had. That's impossible. Okay. Could you have one threesome? And I truly believe every human being on this planet, if they want to, if it's something that's important to them, is capable of having a threesome. Of course you are. It's not that complicated. I made a big threesome guide about it, which you can grab. It's on my website. I'll link to it below. You can pay $1 for that. Pay whatever you want, but you can even pay as little as $1 for that. I put it all in there. But really, the simple part of it, or the simple answer is you just go up to every woman that you date and you say, have you ever fooled around with another girl or thought about it? 
And when you have two girls that say yes, you go, cool, do you want to grab a bottle of wine or do you want to just hang out and we can all get to know each other? And then boom, you're having a threesome. It's not really that complicated. And so you're capable of that. And so rather than putting the pressure on yourself of, I have to have all these threesomes and do all this cool stuff before I die, which, you know, I know what that pressure feels like because I put that pressure on myself as well with Good Looking Loser. I have to do all of this stuff that he's done. No, you don't. What if you just do 1% of it? What if you do a tiny little bit of it and start from there? Remember that Good Looking Loser or if you look up to me or anyone else that you might look up to, I didn't just wake up one day as like, kill your inner loser. Chris from Good Looking Loser didn't wake up one day as Good Looking Loser. This stuff took time to build. Alex Hermosi didn't just wake up one day and he's raking in $120 million a year. He was building that stuff for six or seven years. If you like other entrepreneurs like Gary V or someone, realize that Gary V didn't just wake up one day as Gary V. David Goggins didn't wake up one day as David Goggins. In fact, if you read David Goggins' book and listen to him in interviews, he literally says, I didn't think I could lose all the weight that I needed to lose. And so I just focused on, can I lose one pound? And then I lost that one pound. This is what I talk about, where I say, give yourself permission to suck and humble yourself and just take baby steps and don't try and climb the mountain. You know, the mountain being a representation of your big goals and your giant hopes and dreams. Don't think that you have to just immediately climb up the mountain on day one. Otherwise, you're a failure. No, day one can be I will take one step up the mountain and then I'll run back home because that was really scary. And then day two, I'll take two steps up the mountain and then I'll run back home because that was really scary. And then day three, maybe I'll take three steps up the mountain and then I'll run home because that was scary. And day four, you know what? Day four, I'm just too scared and overwhelmed. So I'm not going to do anything. Day five, I'm not going to do anything either. Day six, all right, fuck it. Okay, fine. I'll take it another step or two. And this stuff is, is, well, this process is basically how I've achieved every goal. It's baby steps. It's sometimes taking a couple of steps backwards. It's sometimes feeling overwhelmed and falling into a rut. It's sometimes getting a little bit unhappy. It's sometimes feeling like I'm not going to make it. In fact, it's a lot of the time feeling like I'm not going to make it, feeling a little hopeless, feeling like I can't do this. I'm not good enough. You don't have to do these massive big goals all at once, especially not at the start, especially if you're relatively new to the process of self-improvement or setting goals or achieving big things. You know, people put all this pressure on themselves that they have to achieve these massive goals and do everything their idols or mentors have done. Otherwise, you're a fucking loser. You'll never hear me talk like that. I know that some people do talk like that. I know that some experts and gurus and coaches and people like that do put pressure on you and literally say, especially in masculine circles, they'll literally say, you're not living your life correctly if you're not doing this thing. And even outside of dating and masculine circles with business, lots of people will be like, here's five things you're doing wrong with your business. You'll never hear me talk like that. I don't really talk like that because it's, it's just going to put this unnecessary pressure on you that you have to do what I've done. You really don't. You can do whatever you want. It's your life. But if you want to, you can start with 0.1% or 1% of what I have done and go from there and see how that feels. And you might find that you do 1% of what I've done and you go, wow, that was really amazing. I'm really happy with that. Now I'm going to set a different goal and go my own pathway. I've seen so many of my coaching clients do that, that they go, I want to have a threesome. You know, it's so important to me. It's something that would be really meaningful to me. They have a threesome and they go, holy shit, that was like literally life-changing. 
I think I'm ready to just do my own thing now. I don't know if I need to have another threesome. I think that was beautiful. I think that was enough. Maybe I'll have another one later. I'm open to it. But I don't need to go and have 100, 200, 300 threesomes, however many Andy has had. I don't need to meet all these women. I don't need to do this stuff. It isn't what I want. I just wanted to have a threesome to prove to myself that I could do it. Some people with money as well. They'll start a business. You know, we'll help them start their first business. And they'll go, hey, I earned my first $1,000 you know what? I'd be pretty happy just earning a thousand dollars a month and I'd keep my normal job and I'll just keep earning an extra thousand dollars a month. That's like really nice savings money or it's money that I can spend on nice little presents and gifts for myself. This is cool. I'm happy to just keep it at a thousand dollars a month. I don't need to build a fucking giant business. I don't need to coach a lot of people. I don't need to do all this stuff. I'm happy with this. I'm going to move on to my next goal now. And so sometimes you'll look at the people that you idolize or the people that you're listening to and taking advice from, and you might think that you want to do everything they've done, but maybe you don't, and you don't really know that. And so that's why I say, take that pressure off yourself. You can't predict the future. You don't know how it's going to feel to do what they're doing. Take all that pressure off and just do 1% of what they've done. Just start taking some baby steps towards what they've done and see if you even like it. You know, if I look at my original mentors, you know, like Chris from Good Looking Loser, most of the women that he had sex with, he met at night in bars, in clubs. You know, he went, he he knew a lot of club promoters and he had a lot of friends and he would just go to after parties and stuff like that in Los Angeles and in the Hollywood Hills. And that's what I idolized. And I was like, oh, I got to do that. And then I tried going out at night quite a bit. And I was like, wait, I don't actually like going out at night. Everyone's drunk. I feel tired and hungover the next day. Even if I don't drink, I still feel tired the next day. I don't really like the environment. I don't feel like any of these people are awake right now. As in, I feel like they're all zombies drugged up on, you know, drugs and alcohol. And they're not conscious beings. They're not, you know, I guess to use a spiritual term, they're not on the same vibrational frequency as me right now. They're literally drunk. They're drunk. And when people are drunk, they act like children and you know, that's fine. That's beautiful. I love seeing people let go and all of that, but that isn't what I want in my dating life. And I realized, oh fuck, maybe I don't want to be good looking loser. I want to be Andy who has a bit more sex. And then I started meeting people, you know, in person and on dating apps and good looking loser is someone who the vast majority of women that he slept with was women that he talked to and met in public. I started having a ton of success with dating apps and I was like, you know what? I prefer this. I like dating apps. Dating apps are so cool. It's very inefficient. Sorry, it's very efficient. I can be sitting on the toilet taking a piss or taking a crap and I can be messaging girls. And then that night I'm meeting some girl and I didn't even have to do anything. This is wow. This is amazing. I like this. And so I figured out the stuff that I liked. I figured out that I like to be a bit more romantic. I like to go on longer dates. I don't necessarily like to hook up on the first date, although that stuff was fun. That chapter of my life was fun. And I figured out what I liked and what I wanted. And so even if you're putting pressure on yourself to be another Andy from Kill Your Inner Loser or another good looking loser or another Caleb Jones or any of the people that you might idolize, you know, Alex from Playing With Fire, any of these people, realize that as you start to achieve these goals, you might not actually want to be that person. I see a lot of people idolizing their mentors or their, I guess, idols and thinking that they're just going to want to copy or that they should copy what that person is doing. No, the whole point of this journey is to figure out what you like, to figure out who you are and who you want to be. And realize that when you look up to idols or mentors, 
and you think that you can't do what they've done or you can't achieve these big goals, realize that at some point your mentor or your idol was sitting in the exact same position that you're currently sitting in. He was feeling, or she, he or she were feeling overwhelmed and terrified and convinced that they couldn't do what their idols had done. And I'm telling you this from personal experience. And that person just humbled themselves and said, okay, what's one tiny little baby step that I can do right now? Like, how do I get started? And then they just got started and they just never quit. And that is the secret to success. Get started right this second. As soon as this podcast is over, go out and take a tiny little baby step, a piece of action, a little step, and then another, and then just keep going and don't quit. That's it. Literally, that's it. Start now. Don't quit. If you want more help with this stuff, if you want to go all in, if you want to build yourself that amazing life that you've been dreaming of, you can jump on a free call with me and we can do the coaching, kick your butt into gear, build you that amazing life. I'll leave a link in the description below, but start now. Whatever action you take, whether that's hitting me up for a call, for an inquiry about coaching, whether that's going outside and taking some baby steps and starting to lose weight or talk to the opposite sex or build that business. And hell, don't even think of it as building that business. That can be overwhelming. Go and earn $1 right now. You know, that's something we help people with in the coaching program. They come to me and they say, I want to build a business. And I'm like, nope, nope, that's too scary. Otherwise you would have done it already. Literally, you would have already started building the business, but you haven't because you've made it scary. So we're not going to build a business. That's too scary go and earn $1 today. And they're like, how do I earn a dollar? I don't care. Go and earn $1. And then I'll give them some tips. I'll say, you can go up to strangers and ask for a dollar. Go up to your family members and say, how could I earn a dollar? What would I do for you? What would you like for me to earn a dollar? Earn that first fucking dollar. So bring that mountain down or dismantle that mountain. Don't make it this big mountain for you to climb. The same thing with my coaching program. You know, maybe you've been wanting to sign up for coaching or you've been thinking of getting your life together and you're like, but I can't afford coaching or now's not the right time or I don't know if this is for me or any of that. Do the first baby step. Send an inquiry and you and I can sit down on a call and figure out if coaching is for you. You know, if you're sitting there saying, I don't know if I can afford it. We have payment plans for exactly that reason. All of the stuff that I've put in the coaching program is to help dismantle this big, scary mountain that a lot of people have and make it more approachable make it little baby steps. You know, you can jump on a free call with me. I literally make it free so that people will be more likely to jump on there and take that initial baby step rather than being overwhelmed. So at the end of the day, you don't have to be your idols. If you want to be, that's amazing. But the way that you would even be your idols is by starting with 1% of what they've done. Get started right now. You got this. Go, go, go.